On today's pod, we talk Tiger King, Tiger King, and a little more Tiger King. Not a lot's going on. Let's get rocking. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, 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 and welcome to Blue Boy Radio. I'm Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man himself, Jack O'Shea. That's me. We are recording on Sunday, March 29th, quarantine day 17, I believe. Uh, we're not 17. I believe it's 17. Yeah. Because uh, we started two Fridays ago. Um, Holy shit. This yeah. is the new normal. Yeah, it's kind of moving quickly. March. Just kind of yeah. forgotten about. But uh, don't have a lot to talk about. But we got Tiger King, which is a big, that's a big story, Jack. The, uh, it's kind of the story, uh, you know, a reporter wants to sink their teeth in. It's all I've been, all I've been like thinking about for the past so many days. I've rewatched because I realized the first way through, and actually I'll save Tiger King a little bit, but it's the the new Netflix documentary. If you guys haven't seen it, make sure to check it out. I think it's, it's the most watched, talked about doc series I I ever remember. You know, how every now and then, like ad, the like Adam Sandler movie will release, and Netflix will be like, actually, this was the most viewed uh, movie. Yeah, they did it with Bird had. Box. They were like, yeah, Bird Box actually killed it. And it's like no one watched that stupid movie. But but it, they just put it in front of you. They they yeah. do all the like selecting process. So they're really try- Netflix is trying really hard to get me to watch uh, Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. I have no interest in Spencer Confidential. Yeah, and I love Mark Mark. Yeah, that movie looks so terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It looks really, it really bad. It just looks really bad. It, it looks, looks like a really bad movie. It looks like Mark Wahlberg tried to do an Adam Sandler movie. And yeah. guess what? Mark Wahlberg can't. Yeah, he just always wants to kick ass. That's Mark's mm-hmm. problem. No yeah. matter the movie, he's like, I need one scene where I'm at least one. At le- yeah. Preferably the whole movie I'm kicking ass. But yeah. You know. It, it, but but Tiger King's interesting because like we do work. We have some other stuff. We we'll go mm-hmm. through winners and losers, and there's a couple little things. But Tiger King is just the perfect mix of. Quarantine. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have cable anymore. Mm-hmm. You got this nuts house story, and it involves tigers. And who doesn't love big cats? I didn't realize how much I love big cats. I, I halfway through, I was like, I kind of get these guys. Like, it's pretty sick. That that's what's interesting too is talking to different people about like Tiger King. Of what are you supposed to get out of it? Well, like, we will talk. Biggest takeaways. Biggest thoughts. Because because half the people though are literally like. Yeah, what they're doing is terrible. And half the other people like me are like, free Joe. I get the urge to buy tigers. They seem awesome. They seem pretty sick. And apparently you can just buy them? Yeah. I don't know and how they're shockingly works. cheap. They cost less than a Vespa. It's like two, three thousand dollars They cost they cost less than I feel like some like really high end dogs. You want to take a flight to France or yeah. do you want a tiger? Because like that's th- a you, those are on the same I think scale. the upkeep is Oh, but, for sure. But, I mean the for upkeep sure. for like a Ferrari is a ton. Like, and, and I'm I, with you. I'm I would, with you. I would have a tiger before I'd have a Ferrari. Uh, me too. Me too. If you're someone who can yeah. own multiple cars, so you're going to buy another car. You yeah. have a fucking tiger. Why not? Why not? We'll get, we'll get into tiger King. We're going all the way through mm-hmm. it. Talking, talking all things tiger King. Uh, but we, we got the usual winners and losers mm-hmm. stuff. So, uh, I'll start with my winner. Mm-hmm. What's your winner? Game of Thrones. Why is Game of Thrones the winner? I know it's shocking. Um, because I was thinking about it and then I looked it up and I, I'm not the only one with this theory, so I don't want to take credit for it, even though I did think of it myself. George R. R. Martin, if not now, never. 
Finish your goddamn books. True. Finish your what? goddamn books. I mean, not that I think he was a, much of an outdoor cat to begin with. No, no, no. He, was I, like, he had turtles. That was his whole thing. Tur- I, turtle people are indoor people. You can just sort of tell by his dress. Everything. Yeah, everything. The fact that he's still going with suspenders over belt. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he knows. What, he hasn't picked it, up a fashion he, mag in a He while. doesn't know what's happening in the outside world. Yeah. He dresses like it's turn of the century. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes time. Sherlock Holmes times. I, I have a feeling he thinks it might still be. I, I don't know. I, I also think, do you think he just has like a bad case of writer's block? So here's my thing. So one, the dude's super old. So he especially can't go outside and, and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't really know if he has any pre-existing conditions, but if mm-hmm. he doesn't have pre-existing conditions, I don't know what are. Take one look at the guy. True. You know what I mean? He needs to stay He's inside. He's got something. So yeah. he needs to stay inside. I mean, I'd be shocked if he doesn't have diabetes. Writer's block. I don't even know if that's offensive, but he clearly I, I, has diabetes. The guy has something. Like, yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't look like a normal. Dude, he has gout. Like, it'd be shocking if he doesn't have gout. He looks like he's a Star Wars character. Yes. He looks like he's in the bar. He's at the tavern, like, Ugabashi, Tano, Han Solo. Yes. Yeah, you know? Yes. And it's like, get out of here, pig face guy. And he somehow still can't really grow facial hair despite, <laughs> no. being, despite being like 63 <laughs> looking like he's You're right, because I don't think he's shaving that pattern. I think that's just where no. it goes in. It just doesn't fully grow. It just grows. But yeah. uh, a writer's block, in my mind, writer's block is more like a, like a dialogue thing where it's like, I know the princess is going to be saved by the prince, but you know, what's his opening line kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. more of like writer's block is all the, the little stuff. Yeah. I speak for most Game of Thrones fans. I think we don't give a fuck about the little stuff. Tell us how it ends. Give us we a brief outline. Big plot points. Give us a brief outline. Yeah. Like yeah. Th- just skip over. I know his, I mean, I think what makes Game of Thrones awesome is all like the scenes that you're not sure if it matters or not. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. And it's like this whole yeah. one big game of mafia. But dude, at a certain point, you're going to die, man. Like, I don't even mean, I don't hope, I, I think he's a great dude. I'm very, I'm happy. No ill will towards him, but it's mm-hmm. like, we need, we need to finish this, man. We can't have other people. We can't listen to what the show said, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And we can't have anyone else come try to do this. This is your, your story. Look what, you take Star Wars out of George Lucas's hands and look at the dumpster fire three movies we just had. You would be interesting would be if like, what happened, if, if George R. R. Martin dies, which is funny. Is there is there a person that people are talking about their potential death more than George R. R. Martin? It's him and, and the Queen. He's not eighty, dude. He's it's like, literally him and the Queen. He's like sixty three. Yeah, him, the Queen, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg are the only yeah. people that people are like. It's not yeah. a bad thing to talk. It's just like they're old and they're, they're kind of saying we don't. They're we the, want them to live. They're, so they're the people with like that's the why we talk about it. Realistic death watches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Ooh, it'd be Charlie funny Sheen. if if like Heath Ledger. When when he died, he was in the uh, that one movie where it wasn't like the imaginary. It was an odd movie. It sounded something like the Mister Do- Megorium's Wonder and Point. It's like Doctor Pernicious or whatever. Yeah, and the trying mean, to figure out how how to put this. What they <laughs> what, what they did? No, I'm fucking exhausted. We'll get to my my uh, loser, which we might go to right next because I have to explain <laughs> why I'm so exhausted. But uh, it would be interesting if like they did what he did, which was when Heath Ledger died, they had like Jude Law, Johnny Depp, and Colin Farrell each take a third of the rest of the movie playing his character. Whoa. Do you remember that? I never saw that movie. I never saw it either. But they but they all played Heath Ledger's character. I don't know why those cool. three. Cool. I think because those are the three where it's like, you guys kind of look like. Enough. But, They're good looking, talented guys. But if they had like J.K. Rowling and Stephen King and like another writer, I don't know any other ones. Uh, oh, wow. Each take like a third of the end of the book. And Make it kind of a collab. Like the Stephen King version of Game of Thrones where like there's no ending. That would be pretty. And it's all it all turns out that it's like a haunted I forest. was about to say, that would be t- funny on multiple counts. It would be very obvious to tell which writer is writing which part. 
because you got to think you got to stick with your guns. What 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 work you're going to keep and you, doing? And, and you know which part J.K. Rowling exactly wrote because afterwards you find out that that character's gay, <laughs> but it's not written in the text. But no, it's no, just no, no, like no. Uh, you guys didn't she pick knows. up on the fact that like. It was that, so obvious in the themes and that, the symbolism. That character is Pan. How did you not figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> that he's non-binary. Uh, but uh, yeah, fucking finish these books, George. Let's get a... Uh, I, I still have like a, a slimmer... I think I'm a dreamer. I still have a slimmer of a hope that they're going to re- mm-hmm. redo yeah. the last season at some point. Yeah. I don't think there's any way. There's no way. Right? I think that they'll... Not now. Not now. I Later think, on. I think they'll redo the full books. I think in like five years, they're going to be like, we're going to do the whole thing again. In a shock, shockingly soon, shockingly soon, they're going like maybe Disney buys it and they're like, We're redoing the, yeah, we're I mean, they've redone redo the Spider Man, yeah, Game of Thrones is just so times. long and epic, yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone's ever redone anything that's like six seasons of fucking, ugh. like, it's just a yeah. lot, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, who's your uh winner? Death Watches. So, the reason why Death Watches are my winner, Henry, wait, actually, like we were just talking about, yeah, I kind of spun it. I, I'm kind of I'm going with that. That, that we can is. go one winner. Or we can just keep on. Well, no, my, my reason is Death Watches just because on Twitter, every time somebody is trending, oh, yeah, it's like, also, honestly, did they get the Rona? Anytime someone died, like Kenny Rogers died last week, yeah, it's, it's like, like, fuck, Kenny Rogers, Corona took him, and it's uh, like, no, 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 he had pancreatic cancer or something. It was totally different. I'm immediately looking, but a lot of celebrities are now starting to die of, of Corona, yeah, I know. This is like the I feel like uh, I, I can never tell in quarantine. I'm, I'm losing my mind of like, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod last week or if this yeah. is just a conversation in our living room, mm-hmm. but it's like Corona's now serious enough. A couple weeks ago, it's like, I don't care if I get it. Like, yeah. And I kind of was, I wasn't out partying, but I was like, yeah. I don't really care. Like, I don't think I'm going to get super sick from it. I'm not it. worried about me getting it. But yeah. now it's like, no, you shouldn't have. Been. That's not the Mm-mm. fucking problem. No. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny college. Yeah. You know, you go into the bar trying to get a phone number because you don't care if you get a cough. What about the bartender? The bartender? Yeah. You said that funny. The bartender, who's 75, and it's like, fuck. Because like, people are fucking, people are dying now. It's like super serious. The, uh, and people told us this. This isn't a surprise. No, I, I, the other day I, I was in the shower, and this, this is the saddest our podcast we'll ever get, but I was like in the shower, and I was like, damn it, things are about to get really sad. Yeah. A bunch of people are about to die. Yeah. And fucking. I don't even want to get into the numbers, because no. it's literally like 100, to, I don't even, I said I wasn't going to get into it. It's crazy. Um, who's the loser? Losers. I got two losers. Who? My first loser are people saying that old shows and movies predicted the coronavirus. Yes. We get it. We understand. It's, yeah. it's a fun, clever thing. That's why I want to write my book of prophecies. When you see a show and anyone mentions anything about uh, uh, contagion, because yeah. believe it or not, coronavirus did not invent contagion, pandemic. This is not mm-hmm. the first time this has ever happened. This no. is a thing. Ever heard of SARS? So Exactly. So I've seen the fucking The Office. The Simpsons is the only stuff. I like Simpsons mm-hmm. future telling stuff because it's like the Simpsons are pinpoint. It'll be yeah. like Donald Trump running for president. No, 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 no. In The Simpsons, they mm-hmm. got him coming down an escalator announcing. Yeah. And then in real life, he's coming down an escalator. And like, holy shit. People are fucking sending me shit from Silicon Valley and, and The Office of like someone mentioning a flu. Yeah. Not no year, no, nothing specific. And, and it's like, like, they got it. They knew. They knew. They knew. They knew it was going to happen. Shut up and leave those. They were fun for a day or two, and I'm, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't trying to think and look back and, and find my own, but uh, we get it. Well, that's why I'm going to write my books of prophecies, where I basically... I'm, gonna, I'm starting to write down all your prophecies. Yeah. Write because down my prophecies. I, I this? So last week, if you didn't listen, listen to the pod, last week, Jack said that he called coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I did. And I very much protested, because he did not, in my I, re- I, recollection I didn't at all. I call coronavirus. I called the day when shit hit the fan. I went After it, shit had already hit the fan. It hadn't hit the fan. <laughs> no, dude, it was that... It was, I'm not even kidding. It was that Thursday... Yeah, it's when they canceled the NBA and they did everything. But it was 9 a.m. that day. Nothing had happened. I swear to God, literally nothing had <laughs> okay. happened. It was, it was like 
everybody's still testing stuff. And I called that day. I was like, shit's hitting the fan. And then by that night, it was like, everything's canceled. And my work was like, and we're working from home. But I, 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 I called it. I got a funny call from Jack O'Brien saying mm-hmm. he had listened to last week's. And then mm-hmm. he listened to this week's. Or the week before. He listened to two weeks ago and then last week's. And he mm-hmm. goes, two weeks ago, you both are saying, you're not worried at all. It's not a big deal at all. But, you're almost hoping for quarantine. No, no, it's gotten <laughs> worse. I mean, this, if, if you go into this week, I mean, the, the real loser is... Anybody watch the watch old news clips from like two months ago? Oh yeah, people look like or a month ago, or literally three weeks ago. Everybody looks like an idiot. It's, it's like it's, it's not a big deal. It's Stephen A. on draft night or Stephen A. calling the finals. How they have yeah. all these amazing highlights of like Mel Kiper calling mm-hmm. like not actually, but like calling Joey Bosa a bust and like yeah. all these people being like he's trash. Yeah, and those are just the greatest. It's just retroactive cold takes. Yeah, I saw someone at Fox got fired. Why? Because they were like hardcore. It's like not a big deal and mm-hmm. it's just about impeachment stuff mm-hmm. and then that was two weeks ago and now it's so real that they're like yeah you gotta go you can't yeah you kind of knew it's like we kind of got to pause the election yeah we gotta we, we gotta figure this shit out we have to figure this stuff out we're in wartime and my second loser yes i did you singer i called it what she's oh. saying i did call it there we go mm-hmm. uh and my second loser are vegans why have you seen this i've seen all i've seen this have you heard of this no. i uh saw a bunch of Photos of obviously all grocery we'll stores. Blue here. Blue. I know this is great. We got a little green screen on our mm-hmm. YouTube. We're blending into the, our tiger background. Yeah. But uh, I saw all these photos of grocery stores are obviously like all sold out and all the shelves mm-hmm. are empty and it looks like yeah. zombie land and stuff. The only food left in just about every grocery store is the vegan section. Oh no! In my mind, vegans in your face. You got all this talk yeah. when it comes down to it. Yeah. When you actually gotta. When you have to show. When up. you gotta show up. And show out, mm-hmm. and you got to step up to the plate and talk the talk because you've been walking the walk telling mm-hmm. me to drink green shit all this time. Yeah. You're, you're leaving the aisles. Who's grabbing the Hot Pockets now, vegans? Yeah. Apparently you. I'm seeing a lot of people. They're sold out. I'm seeing a lot of people in like ponchos with dreads. Yeah. All of a sudden buying milk. Buying hot dogs. Yeah. And mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. In your face, vegans. I got two this was This was put up or shut up time, mm-hmm. and they did not put up. Yeah. They did not put up. When it came it down, also is probably harder to cook that stuff, so yeah. maybe, I'm sure there's plenty of more reasons, but in your face. When it comes down to it, vegans don't show up. The, uh, my loser, I got two. One is uh, me slash uh, <laughs> fans of the McGriddle. The McGriddle? So, yeah. So, so this morning, Michaela was like, I'm going to go to uh, McDonald's. Every day, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to lay everybody. Every, every day. Mm-hmm. So J- Jack's girlfriend Michaela has been staying with us every day. They get McDonald's for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! You guys usually get me a nice coffee. It's awesome. I'm very appreciative. Mm-hmm. And you get you know your what have you your McGriddles, your mm-hmm. your biscuits, your mm-hmm. buns. Mm-hmm. Every night, and I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. Every night, mm-hmm. you guys get two Domino's pan pizzas. Not every night. Every uh, at least every other night because it takes us two nights to eat it. <laughs> I'd say in seven days minimum five. We've eaten a lot of pizza. Yeah. The pizza, if you guys don't know, is the meat lover's pizza that Domino's has cleverly renamed the pizza. And so I have often said to Michaela, even though it's as, as a joke, is everything okay? You've hardly touched your pizza. <laughs> Just because I think that's the funniest thing. It's mostly meat. Ever. It's more meat than pizza. But my yeah. question to you, Jack, is mm-hmm. if we're not, like when we get out of quarantine, because you just discovered the pan pizza. Matt kind of introduced Newhouse, our friend Jack Newhouse was a gigantic pan pizza fan. It's fantastic. It's just it's just better pizza. Mm-hmm. And so Matt kind of pushed it and then all of a sudden it became this thing. And so it's kind of new for you. Mm-hmm. If when we get out, are you still going pan pizzas every night or is this a quarantine? This is a quarantine thing. But what's different than what would you be eating for dinner if we weren't under quarantine? You know what I'm talking about? 
Probably nothing. I don't really eat dinner when but, it, when it's when I'm okay. at work. The the difference is like I, I guess I guess it's at work. Which, you're which, eating your snacks. Which brings me to my second loser. But anyway, my the reason why McRiddles <laughs> lovers are losers is because uh, Domino's stopped all day breakfast. You mean McDonald's? Yeah. Because of quarantine, scared the fuck out of me. Because of quarantine, yeah. Also, oh, no. also, you could. Uh, oh no, Jack. went this morning. You could only get medium coffees. Couldn't get larges. This is. Oh, I don't want to. No. I'm gonna stop I asked talking for a medium. I, I assume she went all mediums because I'd asked for that. I don't want to incite panic in any way, but wow. but that is a uh, that freaks me out. Um, but so as long as nugs and single cheeseburgers are available at McDonald's, we're gonna be all right. I don't like them rationing. Neither do I. That freaks me out. It's not a good time because McDonald's is kind of. That's kind of big hamburger right there. I'm hoping it's they're running out of cups. It's a cups problem. I'm hoping it's a cups problem. Let's hope it's a cups problem. Yeah. Um. My <laughs> other my other loser is uh me again. Okay. I'm going fucking so insane. So one loser. Okay. I'm I'm going I'm going I've gone in the past like three days. I'm starting to go really fucking stir crazy. Uh. I'm sure a ton of people listening are, are like I mean because we again I think have like the best of all situations. Mm-hmm. Uh. We have a spacious house. There's plenty of people. There's good looking guys to do. Yeah. Hot dudes. Um, mustaches, uh, all plenty that stuff. of canned soup. No one's touched it, but we got plenty. We got nothing. With, I mean, <laughs> I'm not really in the mood for soup ever. <laughs> ever. I I don't like soup. I wh- I used to like. I used to be a soup guy. I'm just not. Every now and then, when we were growing up. Mom would be like, "You want? We're having soup for dinner." Well, I was, yeah, I was a big soup guy growing up. Yeah, I, I was always like, "Why?" Yeah, you were always a bisque man. I'm a huge bisque or guy. chowder guy. Ch- well, chowder and a bisque—that's the same thing. Yeah. Lobster, bisque, clam, chatter. Tell me what's the difference between those two besides the lobster and the clam. But the uh, I'm starting to lose it a little bit. Oh, you, I can tell. Yeah. Yesterday was it? Was it? No, was it yesterday? No, two days ago. Yeah. Jack, had a, you had a big time work day and <laughs> the in betweens. It's a lot of the hands on the eyes until someone says something and then you wake up out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't. And the, and the it's so weird because it's like honestly I think it's uh, exercise. I like I'm so used to every single morning. I have just, I'm a man of routine. That's why I eat the same thing every fucking day. Yeah. That's why I keep on telling Michaela, like, you tell me when you don't want pizza. I, if you ask me, I'll eat the same thing every fucking day. The, uh, I, every morning I like go exercise. I can't now, mm-hmm. uh, just because you can't go to a gym. So it's like I can run, but it doesn't really do it. So, so I'm now. I'm thinking every morning. I surprise, I wake you up, I'm your alarm, and we immediately, it's, we start fighting and wrestling. And I, so we really go at it, obviously, you know, you have, you're in a higher weight class than I am, mm-hmm. so. We're not far. I mean, I'll, I'll put on a weighted vest that'll weigh me down a little bit. That's more weight. Oh, oh to slow you down It a won't add bit. to my power. It will, uh, yeah. But maybe like a morning, a morning uh, sparring sesh, mm-hmm. straight out of bed could kind of. That's a little bit of, if, it's if like you, when people, like the vitamin D you need almost, even I'm, though it's not. I'm also starting to feel like the days are blending together. Oh, they are. Well, knowing what day it is, is mm-hmm. very difficult now. Yeah. It is, it's difficult. And I don't really know the solution. It's just today turns into tomorrow, and there's no reason to know the day. Yeah. You know, I don't find myself needing. Well, I do because of work. Yeah, but like you have work each day, mm-hmm. and I get, there's obviously a schedule, yeah. but it's just so much less of, you're, you're, the weekend is still great, but it's not. The weekend isn't heaven I'm anymore because you're always thing. here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm and I'm just starting to like. I can f- like. It feels like. I mean, you got a mustache. The world's closing it. Well, yeah, but the mustache I've had even beforehand. It's nuts. Anyway, I'm not shaving, by the way. I know you, you can't, can't really tell. You can't really tell because you got a blonde facial hair, but I got a blonde mustache, and then it's like kind of dark. It's honestly kind of puby underneath. I don't have great facial hair. Yeah, 
No, you have gray facial hair. It's just blonde. No, I don't. Jack. Henry, I'm going to tell you you do. Jack. Dude, I mean, I have hair now. Like, Yeah, you do. Look at that guy. Who's this guy? Look at, look at hair guy. Is that Jude Law? Look at hair guy over there. Jude Law and I have the same hair. I assume you do, actually. Mm-hmm. You totally do. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do. Will barbershops ever open? I assume all barbershops have completely closed, but I honestly have not looked it up at all. From what I've seen, they've been closed. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going crazy enough that like I'm approaching Mohawk time. Wow. Yeah. That would be something, Jack. Welcome to the jungle. That would be, that would really be something. Yeah. I mean, I, can you imagine though, like what it is like for people who live in studio apartments alone? Can you no. even imagine? No. I, I would be. Those are the people doing like the trick shot videos, doing like the yeah a million tries to or, get the CD in the Xbox. Or even if it was just you and one person. Like we have a, a this is like an apartment complex, yeah. our house. And, and even then I'm like, yeah, walls no. are closing in. Seriously. Yeah. We're losing our minds. Mm-hmm. Speaking of losing our minds. America has lost their mind. Yes, we and have. their hearts on Tiger King, mm-hmm. King Tiger, Joe Exotic. Uh, we've watched it, I think, a couple times now. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just good. Yeah. I don't think it's that much better than. I don't. Know, I'm forgetting a lot of doc series that that mm-hmm. have been super popular. Like, it, I think it's 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 really good. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's it's really big because of quarantine. Yes. It's like that's I, why I, I think it would have been big regardless. It would have been big. It would not have been our parents wouldn't have been talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Both of our parents, our family watched Tiger King this week. Yes. There's no chance. I'm rewatching Tiger King. Exactly. There's no chance our mom and dad would be watching this if La- it wasn't quarantine. Last night Michaela said, Do you want to watch the last episode of Tiger King? I said, Yes. I said run it. I said absolutely run it. I said I absolutely would but love it, to. It's shocking how much it's taken over. I mean, mm. all memes now, which is great. I'm loving all of them. Mm-hmm. Um TikTok, which we're on TikTok now. And mm-hmm. because Poolboy is on TikTok, I'm on TikTok sometimes looking yeah. through. Still cannot believe how vulgar and suggestive these and high yeah, school and college get, girls. We get suspended all not suspended. We get our stuff taken down all the time. Jack, it makes no fucking the, sense. The stuff that these people are and they're not saying it. It's all like it's like a prompt. It's like a when this happens. I don't even feel comfortable talking on the show. Yeah, no. on this pod about they're like getting hit in the back like, it's like yeah it's like choking like really really gross stuff and it's like yeah. sweetheart do we're your dad's reading the newspaper i know you're at home right now i'll say you're 19 that is one benefit of going stir crazy is basically all of my filters are gone yeah i'm fil- i'm no filter this is jack hashtag no, no filter jack yeah mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is gonna be a really interesting pod to listen to a year from now yeah because i can guarantee you too i'm gonna be like that does i don't recognize my own voice yeah I sound. I don't remember doing this. I don't remember. Henry was hammered the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> no one knew. Dude, this is the, this is the time when, like, if it was readily available, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll try salvia." <laughs> Wait, you have meth there? <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not leaving my house. It's the safest time to do it. I want to go. I, w- I want to. Th- that's a way to leave your house by staying inside. Yeah, seriously, going yeah. a little, going a little nature walk yeah. with some sweet Mary Jane and a little bit of the this, this, this streets powder. That's, yeah, that's, some that's of our roommates that. have been nightcapping it. Some of our roommates that will. will, will I'm, like, I told Mikey last night I'm gonna start nightcapping it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm holding off on that. I don't want to make that a habit. We have booze though; it makes yeah. it so easy. We have yeah. a ton, but I, I want to hold off on because because you know what happens next? You, that's when you start you, morning capping. Well, I yeah, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. But 
I think that's Jake Owen's song. But uh, and also when we went fishing that one time, our, our fishing instructor said that when I was like, I'm gonna have a beer. I know it's five a.m. and he was like, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. I was like, you're a really cool guy. Yeah. And then he got mad at me because I had a banana, and he's like, that's bad luck fishing. And, and he got like, I was mad like, at me. You're not that cool of a guy. And I was like, take it easy. You're guy. a nut job. Take it easy, guy. We chose how to fish. The um, but it, if I have a beer or two a night. That, that's how I start having a beer or two every night. And then quarantine ends, and I'm like, you know, I really miss my beer or two a night. Yeah. And then well, Mikey got Coors to make it easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tiger King is absolutely everywhere. Uh, it's just so big, and it's so it's entertaining as fuck. It's the best mm-hmm. cast of characters, best crew of characters I've ever seen in a deck, and it's not even close. Ever. Like, ever. Um, and the fact, it's, it's a mix of true crime and almost just kind of like a crazy reality TV setup. And tigers. It's just kind of yeah. the perfect concoction. Yeah. It's like Jersey Shore meets making a murderer meets fucking blackfish. I just nailed that. And tigers. I just nailed that. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through mm-hmm. it. Uh, first, before, so, so, so we're going to cast the movie. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. We're excited to do it. But before we do that, let's just go through, through thoughts and uh, takeaways on I'm, this doc. I'm going to the wide and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up, uh, we're going to find Joe. Do you want to cast first or you want to talk about it first? No, I just want to put Joe. We can talk about okay. it, but I want, to, I want to be in the wide for this. There you go. So this is Tiger King. So that's the Tiger King. His name's Joe Exotic. So I watched this in uh, weird order. I watched it bits and pieces as other people were watching it. And then I, I, what happened was I didn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. And so I like would start at like episode three. And I watched three The episodes six. are very different, but they blend in because the picture for all of them are mm-hmm. tigers. Yeah. So you don't really know... And yeah, it's all kind of vague. And also the same thing sort of happens every time. Uh, but I sort of watched it Pulp Fiction style where like I started in the middle, then watched the second scene and then I watched the end and then I ended with the very beginning. That's nope. I, I ended with the beginning. I went two yeah. through the end because mm-hmm. I'd missed people who were watching the first one and then I rewatched the first one. It makes it, a lot more sense. It makes more sense. It doesn't really matter. You got crazy people. The, the, the biggest questions I have on this and, mm-hmm. and what the first thing you just have to understand when you turn it on are mm-hmm. apparently anyone can just buy tigers. Yes. It's a very anyone, easy to do. Anyone can just start a zoo. Yes. And you don't need any schooling or training or at all. To own, operate, and work with these big cats. If you're in one of the states where it's like freedom, but s- I'm sure in California still. they're going to tax the fuck out of you. I guess that's what it's just state by state, and I'm not mm-hmm. realizing this is Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Florida, Florida. Texas. But still, even in those states, mm-hmm. it's that's just nuts. We I've seen blackfish a handful of times. Blackfish is awesome about the uh, killer whales at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. And what the, what's happening with the whales? You know, it's it, it's terrible, and you know, obviously that got shut down because of the documentary. Mm-hmm. But the people with them are extremely trained. Yeah. The people with them are pros. Like but guys who are doing flips and shit and like taking care of them. Yeah. These guys. These guys. And and you'd be shocked. I think we know more about tigers than these guys. They are more comfortable with a, a tiger than I am with like a dog. A hundred percent, dude. They, they are going I in. I am shocked at how comfortable around th- they are around these things. When every now and then, I mean, you see it in the dock. It bites the chick's arm off. It yeah. gets, it, he gets his foot bit. Multiple yeah. times, they're getting like attacked by these things, and it seems like it's out of nowhere. I read a, an AMA of a guy that used to work there, and uh, interesting. it was interesting uh, what he was basically saying is um, when he gets his foot bit, that scene, isn't, that scene isn't exactly what it looks like. What do you mean? Basically, he gets his foot bit. You think that the tiger's attacking him. 
what's more likely is that he was feeding another animal. They think because he was there at the he time. He spilled some shit on his shoe, he, right? He spilled some shit on his shoe. The tiger was attacking it. And when they're like, nobody goes in to help him, it's like, one, nobody, uh, Joe, they said Joe would have freaked out if anybody had gone in to help him. Because if somebody had gone in, either they... Then it becomes an attack situation? Th- then it's an issue because it's somebody who probably isn't trained, isn't trained to deal with that. The Not mo- that any of them are trained, but the, yeah. The most trained person is probably the person who's on the fence, uh, like holding the fence. And that person can't go in because you risk the tigers getting out. And it's like, Joe, Joe would have lost it at anybody who would have gone in to help him. He had it. He had his gun. He just like shot it and they went away. The guns in this thing are also insane. Dude, this the whole amount, thing is nuts. They're, they're, the amount they're pointing guns at people is just crazy. But also, I love that in that scene where Joe gets his Fitbit, they talk to, they show Carol and she's like laughing about it. We're like, no one helped him. Basically, like all his people mm-hmm. hate him. And then he, she was like, explains, you know, he mm-hmm. said someone put something on his shoe. I mean, I don't even know what you would put on your shoe. I mean... Mm-hmm. maybe sardine oil and yeah. i was like well that's pretty goddamn specific carol yeah by the way this i'm realizing us talking about it is going to take six hours oh no we're just we're doing the highlights yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll at a certain point we'll just cut it off because there's the so shit. much that happens oh there's a million stuff the, the big questions in my mind are everyone's like what team are you mm-hmm. we got you got joe exotic you got doc Annel, who mm-hmm. are kind of on the same team yeah then you got Carol and her dead husband and her new husband. And then you got the guy in Miami, whatever. So it's kind of like, what team are you on? I don't think yeah. we're on a team. I'm, I'm team, just anti-Carol. I'm team Joe. I'm not necessarily team Joe. I support Joe Exotic. I, I like him. Of, actually, no, I'm team Doc Annel. Well, Doc, that's the thing. It's like they're both kind of together. Okay, so if they're together. I'm on their side versus Carol because I yeah. just think Carol, I don't get. I think there are three teams. I think it's I think it's uh, Joe, and he's with like Doc Annel. And Miami guy and Mario in Miami Scarface and then you have Carol and then you have Jeff and Jeff is kind of Jeff's against Joe oh Jeff Lowe yeah yeah yeah. well I'm very yeah Jeff Lowe is the definition of shady yeah like that in my mind like say why it's just like you're not blinking what a shady guy just seems just seems kind of scary I don't know how he got Mm -hmm. his money uh the Carol thing a thing that they did not do well in the documentary maybe it was intentional how is her place any different than their places I never understood it's not she, it's like just, she still makes money, right? She's just like a worse zookeeper. She just has like she a just worse looks like zoo. She has a super shitty zoo. Yeah, she still she makes a ton of money, and she has all volunteers. She and they all work for free. No, that that episode is insane. When she's basically mm-hmm. criticizing him for not paying anybody, and it's like everyone she works works for her is for free, mm-hmm. and she basically admits she doesn't know who any of them are. No, she's like, I don't know you until you've been around for years. years. And I'm like, I see you around all the time. Yeah. And I, I get it because basically, in my mind, the, the big lesson in this documentary is people fucking love tigers, man. Mm-hmm. People love tigers. People are going to work for free to work mm-hmm. with tigers or work in crazy conditions and give mm-hmm. their whole life and, you know, be the fifth wife to Doc uh, Antle. Dude, tigers I get Tigers are sick. I want to play with the tiger cubs so bad. Dude, tigers are sweet. And then de- Also, no one says Doc Antle is definitely fucking his cats. That, I wouldn't put it past him. No. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past the cats fucking him as well. Although he only has so much man in him yeah man stuff in him and he has like six wives so i don't really know how he is yeah how he's spreading the wealth yeah but uh but boy tigers i mean another big part of the doc obviously was joe had two husbands i love that everyone in this animal world has multiple husbands and wives it's a polygamous world it's nuts that's the thing too that you realize is that everybody there everybody who's in this big cat game they're all the same person yeah it really seems like it. they're all polygamous they're all incredibly aggressive they all have a ton of weapons love explosive love go-karts all that shit um and they're all really, they're really... Uh, and they're also mostly doing it for sex. They're mostly... That's what it yeah. seems like. It sounds... The way that they're, they're pitching it is like, honestly, if you have a, t- a baby tiger, you can have sex with anybody you, you can get, You can just get laid. And I would love to see I buy it, it by the way, me. dude. I buy it. 
I would love to see that works on me too. Like they, they joke in the thing where it's like Joe was married to two straight dudes and he seduced them with, with meth and tigers. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty straight guy, Jack. Yeah. I've never been around. I've never, imagine petting a tiger on meth. I'm wondering if I would, <laughs> that might, I'm straight. I'm wondering if I would fuck Joe. That might do it. If you'd be like, I have this tiger, but you have to. You're high on meth and you're, you're cuddling with the tiger. It, and then he says, hey, yeah. let's go. I'm like, I don't know, man. This has been pretty sick. This is pretty cool. It's and I'm pretty dope. And I'm turned on by the raw power of yeah. this tiger. I mean, Travis, Travis is a man, dude. dude Travis, Travis is a good six, looking six. dude. Mm-hmm. Travis is a, I don't know why he ended up in Oklahoma doing that. The guy should have been on, on the beach scoring chicks. Yeah. But uh, boy, just everything in this documentary. The fact that Joe had two husbands and the fact that one of them is this tall, Gigant, I'd say gigantic. He was a massive dude. He's six six. Good looking guy, mm-hmm. young guy, very and, handsome. And then one of them is this toothless John Finley. Well, he's John a, Finley. He's got he got meth mouth. Loves pink camo. Yeah, just crazy. Both are straight, by the way. Both um, marry him and are straight. Let's uh, because let's, of meth and tigers. Let's get a hell of a combo. Let's get casting in one sec, yeah. Because uh, we can just go through all the characters and talk about the characters as we cast them. Mm-hmm. Um, my one big other takeaway, just on on the show itself, was I thought the worst episode by far, and like the least entertaining stuff, was all of the Joe for Governor stuff. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? They, they also didn't really cover. It was it like well. at four or five. It was all about Joe running for governor and president. Yeah, I I lost interest at that point. I only want to talk about the Tigers. Also, time sort of overlaps a little bit there because apparently when he was running for governor and stuff, uh, he was that was during the fallout with Jeff Lowe. Like later on when they huh. showed the fallout with Jeff Lowe, they're like, meanwhile, or that was during the Hitman. The timeline was was shady or shaky. Yeah, like the time you're you're right because now that I'm thinking back to it, it's like, like at one point they're like, oh, and they hate each other. Yeah, I was like, when did that happen? But during that like whole timeline of when they when they were later talking about like the feds were investigating him, they're like, yeah, so the whole time he's running for governor and he's under investigation. Yeah, that was confusing. And it's like what? That was confusing. Uh, but let's get into uh, casting, and then we'll just—you mm-hmm. can't not talk about the characters as we cast this thing. I think we mm-hmm. probably we start with Joe. It became super went super viral that uh, Dak Shepard had tweeted like if i don't play joe exotic something's wrong with hollywood yeah. and everyone was like oh my god totally and i've heard I, get it. I, I totally get it i've heard some better ones i think david spade is the best i've heard as joe dirt uh or basically as joe dirt, similar basically because mm-hmm. david spade's always had like kind of a gay character he has that voice that mm-hmm. he does in grandma's boy and in everything else mm-hmm. and uh i just think he would sell the fuck out of it it's all energy joe is i feel like joe's one of those guys that wakes up at 5 a.m without a cup of coffee and and you know like he doesn't He's yeah. an engine. Well, he, t- he takes a little hit of meth and then he's on it. But yeah. he, um, it depends on what type of movie you're cr- you're trying to make. Because if you're trying to make like hard comedy, David Spade. If you're trying to make like a kind of like a little bit better of a movie, but still a comedy, is it almost Shepherd, pain and gain? Is that what this movie would be like? You and the other the other option I've I've heard is what Ed Norton. I feel I like heard that could too. Murder this. Yeah. He, if he, played, but I don't know. That's just because like Ed Norton's a sick actor. Like you could be like he's Leo. Been funny. I guess he's been, I guess he's funny. Also, face shape. You need the long face. Mm-hmm. You need the longer face. I mean, he looks like David Spade. Yeah, I would go David Spade. Who, who else is, is? Let's keep going. All right. So next we have. There we go. There All go. right. Now John Finley. So who John Finley's the the toothless bald boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, John Finley. Who did we say for him? John Finley. We were saying like uh, Zach Efron. We were also saying Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum could totally play. So Channing Tatum would be my pick for sure. Yeah. Based on face shape and stuff. And I think he, Channing Tatum's willing to be funny and sell out like this. Yeah. Uh, John Finley, 
first episode, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? That what a terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that's what I picture when it's like deliverance, or it's mm-hmm. like you're in the woods and you find a cabin of some guys that have been there too long and they're real fucked mm-hmm. up. And you know what I mean? Like it's like that's who he is. By the end, I think John Finley's one of the more logical, sane guys there was around. The guy gets it, and he's he doesn't have a temper. He's very calm and I collected. Think, I think he's pretty clean now. That's why. Seemed to tell the truth on stuff. He was like, he clearly does not like Joe anymore, mm-hmm. and he multiple times was like, no, 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 Joe didn't do that like joe like he i I was shocked that he kind of was the voice of reason Mm -hmm. him and the guy without legs so sorry i literally because there's no mcriddles i didn't eat today this happens all the time i just forget to eat anyway john finley and a lot of these guys they all it all seems like oh they turned quickly on joe i think that what happened and they sort of imply it is that all of them know that they've done a bunch of illegal shit and basically the fed said be a witness turn on turn on joe or you're going to jail and they all were like i'm not fucking going to jail oh yeah for sure i think so too because that's why like ranky like all of joe's most loyal people there wasn't a moment when they were like and they all were kind of like yeah i think he was framed but if he's the dude without legs is the only guy who didn't testify i think that's because he's the only one without a big record yeah. Because he was like, why didn't they want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why didn't they want to talk to you? You were kind of his right-hand man. Yeah. But instead, they go to John Finley and the long-haired dude. But yeah, I like Channing Tatum for John Finley. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a good call. Yeah, Channing Tatum, boom. And then we move on to John Ranke. Who's legless guy. Guy without legs. Matthew McConaughey is the best person I've seen. I think Matthew McConaughey would be awesome. Mm-hmm. He, uh, the fact that they gloss over him losing his legs in a ziplining accident. That's one of the funniest moments of the entire documentary. Dude, and it's, it, what an insane thing. And then he, his story just doesn't make sense. He falls, like shatters his legs, which I totally get. Like I, mm-hmm. I know people that that's happened to, or I know people of people. Um, and then he kept on walking on him, mm-hmm. and then he got his legs removed. You know what also really describes... He the, just loved tigers too much. ...the type of people and where they live and, and what they're doing is this guy lives in a trailer. Yeah. But have you seen... He has multiple cars that are all, like, souped up. Yeah. Really fucking expensive. Yeah, nice what cars. they decide to spend their money on. It's either tigers or, like, yeah. go-karts. And they eat, like, terrible food. Matt, Matt pointed out to, to me before I noticed... Holy shit, anytime they show them preparing food, mm-hmm. it's either always, it's like banana mustard sandwich. Yeah. Or not banana, uh, bologna mustard sandwich. It's yeah. a lot of hot dogs, ver- varieties of hot dog. I love meals. bologna mustard sandwich, actually. Bologna's delicious. I'm a big, I'm a bologna We're believer. We're bologna people. But I don't eat it a lot. Neither no. do you. No. You know? I don't trust the circle. It just, these guys, these are the people, they're used to eating ex- uh, spoiled meat from Walmart. Uh, mm-hmm. I think eventually bologna is, is a tenderloin, you know? Yeah. When you're eating two-week-old. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, wow, we're really we're we're busting it out, yeah, but they sweet. can't spend that much because they're spending so much to feed the tigers and to buy their like go karts and shit. Yeah, they and need their ATVs. Both. And like, they they're always they're, every one of them. They show them like, you know, B roll of them like loading their ATV onto their Ford F one fifty. Yeah, and, it's full and, of guns. And then they cut to them and they're wearing like. 28 year old jeans <laughs> so where is your where's your money going their allocation of funds is, is interesting Who's um, next? next we got this guy i love this guy so the campaign manager was pretty funny we my, all know this guy we all know this guy my biggest thought the guy was complaining the whole time i wanted to go dude why did you stay there for three fucking years or whatever it was like long after the election stuff he was still there also could he look less like a guy who belonged in that that thing the opposite that's why i'm like how was he how did he end up in this world i know they said he met Joe at a bar or something, and he was obviously the one that saw Travis accidentally kill himself, which is so insane. 
insane. That, that we haven't even talked about that yet. In mm-hmm. any other doc, that, that you make a whole documentary mm-hmm. about that, mm-hmm. about a guy accidentally popping himself. And it makes absolute sense how it happened because they show throughout the entire documentary, people are pointing loaded guns at other people. And joking around. And the people that they're pointing the guns at are like, you're crazy. Even the cameraman, they're just pointing them at a cameraman and then it'll turn and shoot where it's like, so safety was off. You had your finger on the trigger. Yeah. You hear a bird or a dog bark or a, or a tiger do something. They're just shooting. Yeah, they're shooting. And they're and then they're going and buying more ammo. And I mean, when he's buying they're guns. They're blowing like, shit up too. You, you want explosives today? And the guy's like, yeah. Yeah, I do. And he just gives more do. explosives. Again, you can just go buy explosives. There's things I'm learning. They're in their studio inside, and he has the Carol doll, and he shoots her inside. Yeah. The noise alone. It could have been avoided, Jack. Hindsight? Hindsight being 2020. Hindsight being 2020, I think we could have done it better. And I get why you need to have the guns there. There are tigers there. Oh, yeah, I get it. If a tiger gets out and attacks someone, you got to shoot that tiger. They talked about it real quick. I got to rewatch the doc. Mm-hmm. It's just awesome. By the but, way, I love, uh, this is why I'm also Team Joe, because it's like, I love animals, and I'm all for animal rights a million percent mm-hmm. and this might be the most controversial opinion i've ever said in the podcast maybe but like the this the people in the comments who are literally acting like they're committing genocide and it's like they do so much worse stuff to people in the documentary yeah the, they show the tigers like actually you know what the saddest part of the whole thing i when i rewatched the last episode do you see the part uh when he talks about the chimpanzees yeah it's pretty gnarly but that also makes me like Joe because it's like, oh, yeah, you're like a really sweet guy. You didn't realize what you were doing. He's just a, he's a sweet nut job. He's insane. Because he's doing all this stuff where he's talking about killing Carol and blowing up her and talking about putting her head in a jar. <clears throat> and then it's like, no, nah, I do think he cares about the animals more than the other people. I do too. I do, I do think, I don't know if he cares more about them than like people at zoos. Yeah. Probably doesn't. But well, that's how we got into it. He just loves tigers. He just loves tigers. I'm doing the right thing. Who doesn't? But uh, the campaign manager guy has the best line in the whole thing when he's like, Well, I'm a libertarian, so technically, fuck the feds. He's like, So the feds <laughs> called me. It was an insane day. <laughs> and he's such a fucking nerd. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, who do we cast for him? I think Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's a pretty good one. But I think that I think a- Beck from SNL could be him too. Yeah. From our good neighbor stuff. Yeah. I, I, I think so as well. This movie's happening. Then you got Mario, you got the scar- guy that Scarface was apparently based off of, who mm-hmm. doesn't even run a zoo. This is also very confusing for No, me. he owns basically a zoo, but it's just for himself. He just which owns I a private zoo. How baller is that? How does this guy, everyone else is, is, has all these animals, and they're, only, they're all relying on people seeing these animals to pay for it all. This guy seems like the wealthiest of all of them. It's like when you have a bowling alley in your house, and you're like, holy shit, you're rich, except he went one step further, and he's like, you know that thing you, you, fucking you like zoo. to do sometimes? Yeah. I just have one. So I got a lot of questions about this guy. We did not spend enough time with Scarface, dude. One, how do you get out of jail? I thought when you like chop up a dude's body and you do all the stuff that they said he did, is that not life? What's what's life in prison? I think he made so much money. I think he basically bought it. He oh, still bought his way out. He was burying money. I think he's quietly Pablo Escobar. I mean, he must still be doing something illegal because I, I don't think you can have a day job. You know those scenes, though, in like Blow and in all those drug movies when they show them like literally... Oh, they're always burying money. You need to bury money. They're like throwing money away always though, because money. they have so much money. Yeah, you that have they literally to. like, we don't have room in the house. The house is filled with money. Yeah, got it, got it. I I think he had enough that he kind of got his way out, and like he still had enough left over where it's like, yeah, you have a lifetime's worth of. Yeah, you can buy a zoo. It's, yeah, it's the the what we bought a zoo was based off of. Yes, they went PG with it. 
Yeah, it went very PG. Um, I don't know if we we came up with somebody here, although I'm kind of seeing... I think the dude from The Mandalorian, but again, this is probably racist. I'm just picking someone that kind of looks I kind of like see him. a Ben Mendelsohn, too. I think he kind of has a, <laughs> a similar face. Let's keep going, though. This guy, this the, is Ed The Harris. documentarian was another interesting character Yeah, because I think he was the only guy who really saw it for what it was, which mm-hmm. is a great reality show. Like, mm-hmm. he got fucked and that all their stuff got burned, and I'm, I don't really understand exactly why the reality show didn't happen, mm-hmm. but like... He was ahead of the game. He basically made this documentary, but eight years ago or whatever it was. That would have been a hit show. Yeah. Joe Exotic is a serious reality TV character. I think he just wasn't quite good enough to make it. He also just seems like, if anyone is so into their look and their character that you, like, he had his hat, his Indiana Jones hat, and anytime they showed him anywhere, he had that hat. It's like... Okay, you're kind of doing this for you, my man. Did they? Did you see the uh, part when they're sort of going over his history, though? He was like a legit reporter. Yeah, they're like, uh, in 60 minutes, like, you obviously know Rick Kirkman. Oh, yeah, no, seems like a legit dude. Yeah. And then I think he kind of went cowboy with it and it wasn't the right, the I right think, decision. I think he's definitely Ed Harris. I, I, I think. From Westworld, yeah. the man in black. Mm-hmm. I buy it. I buy it. Same hat. Sort of like a, maybe a good guy, but very intense. He was a good interview. Saf is the hardest person to cast because so, there really isn't an actress slash actress. She's trans. Or sorry, he's trans. So Saf is the, it go, the... But it goes back and forth throughout where like half of like the people are calling him uh, she. And it, it's the, the timeline's most, all messed up. It, it's super, yeah, ambiguous of like, well, but wait, that, what is this? This is the person, the person who got their arm bit off in the cage yeah. is Saf, um, which is a gnarly part of the doc that they do talk about. Not mm-hmm. long enough. No. They should have gone through every person that they interviewed and say tell me a crazy story about someone because i know that's not the only time this has happened i want to go yeah. doc antle tell me something nuts about time you saw an elephant fucking rip a guy in half or he, something he, here's uh the uh, yeah the other part of it too is like she just comes right back to work yeah well i think she knew it was completely her fault yeah she so she probably still could have sued him i mean she could have taken him down that's where also the great meme she could have taken which him is down. i don't know if you guys have seen the meme but it's just joe exotic and he just goes I'm never going to financially recover from this. That was a really honest, true statement. That was like a fuck. Like, I, I, I just know. Can you imagine being in the gift shop waiting when he comes in and goes, hey, guys. Yeah, sorry he was a little harsh you, about it. Tour is canceled today. Before you find out in the news, one of my employees just stuck their arm on a cage and got their arm ripped off. It's like, bro, there's a way you could have done that. You could have handled that with a little bit more. But he's just trying to get out there and he goes, so I can give you your money back or we can do a rain check? Yeah, rain check. Everyone's Whatever like, you guys want. I, I would be looking around like, am I going to get fucking eaten by a tiger? Yeah. People that work here are getting their arms ripped off. Am I safe? Also, what did I, I don't get what he did to get the arm ripped off. He stuck his arm in a cage. He was a complete they they go around it. I watched so David Spade interviewed him and they David Spade? Uh yeah, so like David Spade interviewed just about everybody on, on from the dock this what? week. Oh yeah? yeah oh yeah. I have to see really that. he did from his house. It's like webcam stuff. But mm-hmm. Jeff Lowe, everybody. Uh but he interviewed him, uh Saf, who got his arm ripped off. And she stuck her arm in the cage. You're supposed to have a pole that you put the meat in. You don't ever put your arm in the cage. She was holding the meat. She stuck her whole fucking arm in the cage. Okay. Like it, it, I think the reason why she came back so quickly and everything, one, she seems chill as, or he seems chill as fuck. Also loves the tigers. So chill, loves the tigers. But at the same time, it's like, this was in completely and entirely your mm-hmm. fault. You, you know better and you should have done better. And she basically says that to David Spade, where she's like, it was more than an oversight. Mm-hmm. I completely fucked up. Yeah. Uh, there isn't really an actor. I have no, I don't know anyone this. that there, looks like. Because there's nobody really on type. This is a very specific person. Vanessa Hudgens. Keep going. Maybe. 
Travis. Travis is, is who a lot of people are going to be fighting for this role. Yeah, that's a hot that's a hot younger guy role. Yeah. I mean, Travis is a handsome dude. He was a very handsome guy with mm-hmm. the biggest gosh darn hands you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, size 16 foot. It's a 16 foot. He's got um, a big one. <laughs> who, who, who do we say from? I think young Ashton Kutcher is exactly what yeah, he looks like. Is what we're going for. Just you know, maybe like a high school linebacker version version of the uh, the Kutch man. Outside of that, it's like uh, Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes just got to be Liam Harry Hemsworth. Styles. Harry Styles. I think Harry Styles. They just got to put on muscle. He's a big man. I don't want yeah. some skinny you know Timothy Chalamet walking in expecting mm-hmm. Oscar Gold because it's a great great opportunity. Alyssa Blumberg just said, "I'm losing it. I'm with you. I'm with you." All right. Um, this guy. Well, the reason why we're doing this is because he's Creed Bratton. Uh, so what's who? this guy's name? The guy who's Alan the hitman. Glover. So Alan Glover. Who's the guy's the, the creepiest human being you've ever seen. The hitman that worked with Jeff Lowe and that was the one who was sent to uh, to kill Carol. Yeah. He's a terrifying human. He's one of those guys, he doesn't have hair, but he, he just kind of looks like a salamander. It doesn't look like there ever was hair there. Mm-hmm. No. I don't think there ever was hair on his on his head. He's, yeah. he's, he's like an alien or some shit. But he says some things. He's the biggest one where you're going, how the fuck are you not in jail? Dude, he says, like, I know. I told him I'd rip her fucking head off, bring it back to him. He says, I'll cut her head off. And then he gives a look like, I know, right? Crazy. Where it's like, nah, dude. You know what's funny, too, is whenever you watched it, I noticed that his whole story is that he blacked it the fuck out. I think he's making, I think he's making it up. Yeah. But but when they're like, did you go to Florida? He says, like, apparently I never went to Florida. He doesn't remember. Yeah, why does he say apparently? A lot of the times he says, he's very hard to understand. Because he was like, I was doing a lot of cocaine. I was drinking a lot. He's like, so I don't remember any of it oh shit i didn't realize he i just thought he was just kind of trying to he was just a dumbass and he couldn't really speak very well because multiple times he says something where it's like are are you unsure i think you're right yeah because a lot of times what he's saying it's like are you unsure of what happened but then even if if that's the case though how does he did he not just confess to a dui uh i think he totally did because he went he drove to he drove somewhere i don't know if they're gonna really be doesn't remember that kind of thing but what a terrifying human creed bratton i think he nailed it from the office um, he is the mis- mystery of Creed Bratton too. Where like every now, I wouldn't be shocked if he was like, yeah, I uh, spent like twenty years in Sweden. <laughs> like, um, now this one is the one that everybody knows because apparently they're already making a movie and Kate McKinnon is playing uh, her, which so works. it's Carol, Carol and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, Carol, Kate McKinnon, that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. besides the age because her voice is it sounds like a Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. impression. It's so robotic. You know what uh, Michaela said? What? She sounds like Hillary Clinton too. She like, does. To Hillary- yeah. She kind of looks like Hillary Clinton, dude. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton should play her. And then uh, I think her husband, who's the biggest soft-served beta He's the husband of all time. sub of all time. Yeah, it's crazy. I just learned the word simp. Apparently that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what. I think I know what that means. And I think that's what you would call him. I think he's a simp. I say Jeff Goldblum for the, the husband. She kind of like looks that. like him. I like that. Just kind of looks like him. Yeah. Uh, but boy, she was lucky she had him. He's the one who took Joe Exotic down. Sup, Jack O'Brien. He, yeah. was, he was the one smart enough to fucking be like, let's just get lawyers and oh, take all his money. Yeah. Like, are you are you kidding me? And then he was like in mediation. Like, he's the reason that she won. All of the animal world people have just, they barely can read. Yeah. He, and then this guy walks he in. Can, and I think it's as simple as like, it's like, it's almost like everybody else is like, your grandparents were like they don't understand the internet and you're just like a normal kid who's like yeah i'm just gonna open up this window and they're like what and he's just like yeah i'm just gonna organize these files even i I saw a thing online i think we were talking about this that carol's story of how she met her first husband that she murdered is she was like got in a fight with her husband was walking down the street and he like pulled over and like said are you okay and she got in the car with him she was a prostitute who got the car with a wealthy old man who was picking up a whore yeah picking up a hooker according to people 
in Tampa is like no no that yeah that's street that's, she was, that's prostitute that street. street she was walking on is yeah. like the it's it's it, like Green Street she was red, on Green Street red light district basically yeah basically mm-hmm. so it's like Carol I don't think Carol's not a hero I, I, I came no, out of Carol's this very the, I, anti-Carol. I think Carol's the worst worst of all of them uh, you know what's so funny is that is definitely I think what the majority of people their thoughts coming out of this thing mm-hmm. and I'm sure she thought that she was going to come out looking like. The, the tiger queen Michaela and I have had some debates because she is team Carol and I'm like how yeah it's shocking to me how she's just so unlikable what an unlikable just a annoying frustrating person she's also killed her husband yeah she's clearly a psychopath you, by the way I almost we almost needed another ep on that I yeah that whole ep was that was the best ep should we become to me should we spend a lot of quarantine basically converting ourselves to being like a investigation pod maybe I'm maybe down. because I mean like God yeah all right Let's go to Dylan. This is another one people will be fighting for. Basically, the, the people Joe Exotic's who, third husband, who's the only guy I don't understand. Tra- he's tra- so in love with Joe, it seems. Travis and Toothless Guy. Yeah. You marry Joe again for the Tigers and the Met, mm-hmm. which again, I understand. It's a pretty sweet combo. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. This guy, Tigers, er, doesn't Joe have no Tigers? Joe has no meth. This guy humanizes Joe too because he loves, he seems normal. Dude, he's like 20, right? And he loves Joe so much, and him being in jail breaks his heart so much that I'm like, there's a side of Joe we're not seeing. There must be. There must be. He's like, he's such an affectionate man, I would just hug him. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I totally get Joe Exotic? Travis was high for like six years, and Toothless Guy is Toothless Guy. Yeah. Dylan Passage, what are you doing? Apparently, he's just a man in love. Yeah. There I we mean, go. This is the basically the guys who are gonna try out for Travis that don't get it, they'll they'll be like five years ago this would would have been Josh Hutcherson. I think Josh could still do it. He looks like he's twelve. Josh Hutcherson does not age. No. He looks like a young man. And he's a quiet five four. He's a tiny man. Hunger Games miscast. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Doc Antle, I think it's Will Ferrell. I think Doc so I think Will Ferrell is perfect for Doc Antle. I mm-hmm. think he's the best character in the whole thing. Totally. I think that the Doc should have just been about him, but he mm-hmm. just hasn't gotten into a ton of controversy stuff. Mm-hmm. They also they end the doc with Doc Antle being like his place was raided. I yeah. looked it up. His place was raided for something completely else, something completely yeah. different. He like never got charged. Fight. Yeah, it was like com- something completely different. He never got yeah. charged. Never got whatever. Um, is anyone living the life more than Doc Antle in the world? No, he has it figured out. He's, He's a financially cult successful. He's a cult leader. Like Joe is constantly trying to stay afloat. Joe yeah. Exotic. Yeah. Doc is. It seems like wildly wealthy. Wildly wealthy, and he he has uh, three wives. He is. Uh, they all have their own houses on the, on the zoo. Dynamic pricing. Yeah. Like like planes. If a lot of people want to see the tigers that day, the price goes up. They showed a family that did, I, I don't want to say they didn't look of, of means, but look middle class, you know, yeah. nothing, nothing, didn't have a lot of money. And they're talking about this is like the third time they came this week. Tickets are like 700 bucks a pop. Yeah. And they, and they're, and they're they, spending like eight grand or a couple grand on this fucking. You want know to love is just knowing from playing travel baseball and stuff they were there for a softball tournament because oh i'm it's sure in myrtle beach and the guys oh we went to myrtle says, beach all the goddamn time the guys are sure i couldn't says, believe i've never been there right i was shocked when i found this was a myrtle beach i bet you would be like well one thing we could do on the day off is we could all see the tigers i'm sure parents must, i'm sure must have been a guest against that or something but the guy is softball dad and it's like you were clearly there for a softball that tournament. makes a ton of sense because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of myrtle beach is is a lot of fun not a lot of reasons to go unless you're you're going to the beach or you're there for a, interesting sporting tournament uh Elena says, uh, Steve Martin. I could also see Steve I'd buy Martin it. doing it. Doc's just such a big guy. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm surprised Doc's not in better shape. I'm surprised all of these guys aren't in better shape. It seems like they should be, they're running around. It's very physical work. Doc has like, they're constantly cult slaves. So Doc doesn't do much, I don't think, besides put on a goddamn show. 
they, they make a good point though when they're like oh it's a 24 7 job because if you don't feed the tigers the tigers don't get fed like there's not like a day off yeah it's and, interesting and, and there aren't like it's like having 150 dogs that are 10 times as big and you can't have somebody like house sit the tigers no 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 even though i'm sure they have yeah i love to babysit a, tiger. Are, are you a baby tiger are you kidding me dude i'm like close to incredible buy, i'm close to buying a baby tiger it'd be incredible i don't i mean i don't know who's next all right, this guy was so wrong. I don't even roll. know this guy's name. The this dude with the blonde so hair. There's a dude the that worked for Joe time. that had super long blonde hair that was real feathered. Like he he took care of it. The guy spent time, you know, with product and conditioner. Uh, who found it on Craigslist? He was the they guy. They all did that. They but all were like, I, I went to pet a bear. He's the first guy where I was like, you just walked in and, and started feeding tigers. And then they have him at the park, like instructing people on how to approach a tiger. Boy, I'm sure anyone who ever visited that park watched the stock and was like, thank God I didn't get my arm bit off. Dude, they show all the celebrities. Like Shaq came. I thought Shaq like, apologized recently. Like All these people are doing it. I don't think you need to apologize. They're not torturing and killing. Like, I, I think the main thing is like you just shouldn't feel that safe because these people are not professionals. You know, it's one thing I read too is like, you know, they're ripping the tigers from their mothers when they're born. The, apparently it's like, yes, in the wild, never do that ever. Like, like That would be so fucked up. In captivity, you have to. Because, one, uh, there's always a chance that the father will, or a male, will try to kill them to get the mom back in heat. What does in heat mean? Like, ready to make babies again. Gotcha. Which happens, I think, across the, like, the animal kingdom. It's like, Don't they just eat them sometimes? They just eat them. So it's like, you have to get it away to be protective. So at a certain point, this is okay. Well, no, exactly. The, the one thing I read was like, no, no, no. It, you you kind of, everybody has to do this. You have to. because. And then the other thing is, it will make the mom... If you don't, insanely aggressive. And then the other thing is, most of these cages aren't equipped to keep baby tigers in uh, because they aren't like. See, the things you don't know that yeah. the, the, the doc doesn't tell I'm you. I'm pretty sure there's so much stuff where you're watching and you're like, oh, that makes more sense. One of my biggest takeaways it ends you, it ends with the, the really, you know, there are 4,000, four to eight, or five to 10,000 tigers in the US, less than 4,000 in the wild. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that not a good thing? We're not stealing them from the jungle. That? You know, we're just breeding them here, so we have more. Also, we're keeping them alive. If they're in danger, don't we want to make more? Exactly. It'd be one thing if we're going in, and we're stealing tigers from the jungle to put them in these zoos. Yeah, but I don't think that's the case. No. Who's next? Next, we have Jeff, who is an iconic character, Captain Shady Jeff, who was so terrible to his wife. That scene was so uncomfortable when he's like, "She's gonna have the baby and then get back in the gym, right?" And then this yeah. is the nanny I'm gonna fuck. And, and, like, and he what literally, the hell, I mean, can you? you who are you people? You must think. Can you imagine being that nanny? No. Can you imagine being that woman? No. Holy shit. This guy's like, yeah, I'm getting hurt because she looks good. So yeah. what? Yeah. I hope the interview that this that, that was brought up, that sex is a is a is a mandatory it seemed, it part sa- of the job. It sure sounds it seems like, like it. it's most of the job. They didn't seem to quite care about the woman's uh experience with taking care of newborns. Oh, I just saw Easinger said uh Daniel Craig could be an interesting I like Jeff Daniel Lowe. Craig fact, as Jeff Lowe. Knowing him and Logan Lucky, I think Daniel Craig is the only option. I think that's the winner. I think that's the winner. Thank Ter- you, Elena. Worst goatee I've ever seen. Jeff Lowe. Inter- like, he shaved it too high it's up. It's too thin. It's too high up. It's too thin. It's too everything. Like, the goatee's supposed to go, and me as a man who knows facial hair, clearly. Yeah. Who's next? Next, we have... Oh, there we go. We're missing one. Oh, uh, we missed Lauren, but I think that was it. Yeah. Jeff's wife, who is Sophia Turner. Or yeah. Sophie Turner. Yeah. Done. She'll get every redhead roll for the next... Five Not years until a new one comes. Not a lot of redheads. Um, I think that's the pod. I think that's the pod too. Um, Good we'll, stuff. <laughs> we'll be back next week We're for still sure. Still here. Still here. We'll be back, dude. Get ready. If 
if nothing changes in the next week, get ready for, I don't know what we're going to be like. It's going to be interesting. Might be a shirtless pod. Might be smoking cigarettes. You, you guys want a shirtless pod? Might be smoking cigarettes. I might be, I'm, I'm so close to just ripping heaters. I'm close to drinking Gatorade on ice. That's how nuts I'm going, you know? That's psycho. There's nothing better than yeah. Gatorade on ice, but you don't do it because it's like, I'm not going to fill a glass with ice and pour Gatorade. It seems like just drink your Gatorade. That's the level. That's where we are. I'm done. We done? We love all of you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Thanks, Jobin. Kick it. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.